Parshas Shoftim. There's a discussion in the Torah about the king. And that the king, uh, once there is a king, the Pasuk says, And when this king is sitting on his throne, the is Mishnah Torah Zos, that we write him, uh, we write him a Torah. And apparently he's supposed to have two Torahs, one that stays with him at all times, and one that uh, that that stays in his uh, sort of in his in his office. And then the next pasuk, Imo, should be with him the and he should always learn from it. Okay, so Rav Yonason Ibishitz points out something amazing. If you look at the pasuk, it says Vahaya Kishivto and it'll be kishivto. So you would have thought it would say bishivto when he's sitting. Um, what is this language of kishivto? So kick could sometimes mean when, but Rav Yonasan Derek Drush, often the 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 prefix of chaf uh, sound makes it sound like it's as if something's happening, but it's not. Okay, kick. It's 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 like that. So you'd say, you know, he's, uh, he jumps like a bird, right? You'd say, you use the language, ke'of, like a bird. doesn't mean you're actually like a bird. So is, is, is he actually sitting there? So Rav Yonason says, he says, we find such a language also in the Megillah. <clears throat> in the Megillah, it says uh, about Achashverosh, Kesheves HaMelech, Achashverosh. And there, what does it mean, Kesheves? It's, it's as if he's sitting. So the Mepharshim, by Achashverosh, they say as follows. They say that when it comes to Achashverosh, if you would have seen him, you could see that he's he's sitting there. You'd actually see him sitting on his throne. But it's only Kishaves, as if he was sitting. Why? Because, yes, physically his location was his throne, and he was sitting. But he was so all over the place. His mind was in a thousand different places. He was trying to get covered. He was trying to have taiva. He was trying to do a million things that it's only as if he was sitting. But really, he was, he was never miyushav. He was never settled. He was constantly just all over the place. And Yonasan wants to take this back to our Pasuk. And he says, there's going to be a Jewish king. And the Jewish king has a lot on his mind. He has a lot of different things he has to take care of. And that's, for that very reason, that's why he needs to have a Sefer Torah with him at all times. That when this king, he sits down, but it's, he starts to see it's only kishivto. It's only as if he's sitting. He's really not sitting. He's really not settled. He can't settle because he has so many things. That's when he needs a Sefer Torah with him. A Sefer Torah is an anchor. Uh, the study of Torah, the learning of Torah is an anchor for a person to be able to say, it's okay. Right? You sit down with the Gemara and all the other problems go away. Everything else you're thinking about, <clears throat> you could sort of sit down and be miyushav, be settled and, and, and sort of remind yourself, this, this is what's important. This settles the person. We, t- we talked about the Torah as being meshivas nefesh. Uh, <clears throat> and as an addition to this, uh, so that, that's what he says, as an addition to this, uh, the, the Nasir Shalom. Siva Shalom says, when you read the next Pasuk, and it's with him, the Karabal Kayyumechayev. So the Pasha Pshad is 
he should learn out of the Torah all the days of his life. And the Nesiva Shalom says, there's, there's another way to read this. Again, he says, not only like what Rav Yonason said, is that the Torah has the ability to be miyush of somebody, to settle somebody down, to, to give him the, the, the calm to be able to sort of focus on his life. The Torah also, says in Nesiva Shalom, has the ability to give a person insight. A person, a person goes through life and things happen and, and we have to interpret what, what, what do our days look like? What, what does our life look like? We, we're constantly interpreting our lives. And he says, that's the pshat in this. Vaisimo, the Torah is going to be with him. The karabo, and with it, he could read into kol yimichayev. He could have, he could have a proper perspective on all the days of his life. Meaning, he could look and see what happened in his life and have insight into it. It's only the Torah that gives us proper insight into what, what was going on, what happened today. It's not just, oh, I went, to, I did this and I did that and, and there's nothing to learn from it. Studying the Torah gives you the ability to have insight into your life. That's, that's the idea that he says, bo with it, he will read into With it, now the days of his life becomes the, you know, the Torah upon which to learn things from. It's a beautiful idea. <clears throat> okay. So there's a, a story I saw. Uh, there's, a, there's a book out about Rav Getzel Berger. Uh, I, I did not know who he was, so I saw this book by Nachman Seltzer. And uh, I was looking through, I saw a beautiful story. Uh, this Rav Getzel <clears throat> was, uh, I think he was living in London. And he was a pretty wealthy man. He had, he had a relationship with a bank. And he was an Askin. He was, he was helping out with tons of things. Somebody came to him and uh, he had a bakery and he had a partner. <clears throat> and this person came and, and you know, say Ruvain came to Rav Getzel and he tells him, this is not going with my partner Shimon. He explained all the issues he's having with Shimon. It's, it's terrible. It's not going well. It's going to be a disaster. And <clears throat> Rav Getzel heard it and he saw his taka, not something he felt uh, you know, he he understood business partnerships. He saw it's not something that's gonna that's gonna go well. So how do you how do you break it up? What do you do? Mm-hmm. So if Getzel was uh, again a really really sharp person, understood human nature. So he goes over to Shimon. He met with him. He hears everything Shimon says. He says, Shimon, listen, I see you have a you have a business sense. I see you're you're. You want more. You're 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 really uh, very insightful, and you have you have you know you're an entrepreneur. He says, "What are you doing at a bakery? It's not for you. This bakery is not for you." He says, "Come come with me. We're gonna go to the bank. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to the to the bank. I'll get you a job over there. I'll get you a loan. I'll get I'll get you whatever you need. And you know th- this is not this is this is beneath you. Uh, I, I don't think this is what you want. And he understood human nature. This guy." He told him to break up the partnership. He didn't tell him, look, you're not acting right. You, look what you're doing. And, and he, he's going to win if you try to fight him with it. No, nothing like that. He showed, he showed Shimon, look, you, you could do better. And, and in that way, he was able to dissolve the partnership. Both sides are very happy. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's the way to, uh, to advise somebody. It's just a beautiful story about, about uh, the Chachma that goes into Chesed. To really have to think it through and figure out a way to 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 extract a partnership.
Ah, that was the story. Okay, the Shaila is, <clears throat> the Shaila is as follows. There's a, there's a guy, and every day he comes home for lunch, and he is, maybe he's in, in Koyal, he has a very specific, um, very specific schedule, and he asks his wife, you know, if it's, you know, if it's okay, if you have lunch ready at, uh, you know, 1.15, uh, it'd be very helpful. <clears throat> so she tries, she's always trying. But it's hard, she's busy with the kids, she has her own stuff. And usually it's just sort of a, you know, very light meal, um, which is fine. And um, th- th- that's usually what it is. So one day, this guy, he's, he's walking home, he knows it's not a major meal. And he, he, he walks by a store, he smells the, uh, the flesheks, he smells the burger, he says, oh my gosh, I, I got to... Uh, you know, it's never really anything major. Let, let me let me just eat something quickly. So he quickly eats. He eats this gavaldic uh, meal, totally stuffed. Uh, comes home, and to his surprise, his wife says, "You know, I feel bad. I never have time to make you something. I had a little more time today." She makes she makes him this this beautiful meal. Uh, the only problem is that, as you probably guessed, it's milchiks, and uh, he just had flechiks, and he feels terrible. He doesn't want to insult her. She really, she clearly tried hard. She clearly, clearly feels bad that she can't do it every day. Um, so he didn't know what to do. So in the story, he thought, okay, it's really only a minog. How long you wait? It's, it's, it's uh, you know, he made shalom bias, which I do. Lemaisa, he ate the food. So he wants to know afterwards that he do the right thing. So uh, he comes to Rav Zilberstein and... Basically, I think I think he, the the guy actually can't travel Yashav. I don't remember, but uh, <clears throat> he was basically told that he did the wrong thing. Why? It seems like he had a good cheshbon. Everyone brings up that we know that for the sota, we um, for the sota we, we we erase the name of Hashem. You could be over an isra for shalom bias. So he says, "What do you mean? This is just like a minog. Maybe it's a drabanon. <clears throat> like it's not so bad." So, uh, Rav Zilberstein goes through the Shaila a little bit, and he brings that there's a Tshuva Saramah. The Tshuva Saramah talks about a case where a guy swore that he's going to divorce his wife. And he says, okay, you know, he swore they'll do it. They'll be usher to, to not listen to Shavua. The, the person thinks, okay, but for Shalom Bayis, we do such a thing. Um, so he says, <clears throat> Ramah says, no, no, no. You, you can't just be throwing out all surim for Shalom Bayis. It doesn't work like that. He says, this person, again, if he could be made for the nether, if he get rid of the nether, fine. But otherwise, you can't just be over an iser. Oh, what about by the sota? We, we, we erase the name of Hashem. So the Ramah says that, no, no. The reason we could erase the name of Hashem over there is because the real iser of erasing the name of Hashem is only if you erase it for no reason at all. Right? It's only if you erase it for no reason. Here, you have a very good reason. Right, you're trying to, to create shalom bias, so therefore it's it, it, that's the problem. It's sort of like like baltashchis, right? It's only an issue if you're doing it for no reason. There's, there's a few examples in the Gemara. How we know that we're not going to go into, but that's that, that's what the Ramah says, and therefore you cannot extend it to all Yisurim. He says you, you absolutely cannot just walk around saying, "Oh, shalom bias, I'm going to do whatever I want," and 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 he can't do it. He has to tell his wife in a nice way, you know, I'm terribly sorry, I messed up. What he does say is. 
<clears throat> that when it comes to telling the truth, so we have, uh, we have Gemaras that you could sometimes change the truth. So, for example, we learn out that, uh, you know, when Avram and Sarah are finding out they're going to have a kid, and Sarah says, how can we have a kid? My husband is old. And, and Hashem repeats it to, to Avram. He says, and she said that she was old. And so the Gemara learns from there that for Shalom, for, right, you're allowed to tr- sort of change the MS. You're to change the truth. So he says, what you can do is change the truth a little bit. What can, what, 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 what can you do? Uh, he says, you, you could say, oh, somebody in, in, you know, somebody in yeshiva and kola, somebody made a pitinah ben, somebody was making a bris, and that's why I ate, but otherwise I wouldn't have. And, and maybe you won't look as bad as just, hey, I, I don't usually get so much food from you, therefore I went to the restaurant and had something better. Uh, so he says, maybe, maybe that you could do. Uh, to be mishane for shalom bias, maybe that's something you could do. But to stop, just throw out isurim, because uh, of shalom bias, uh, you can't do such a thing. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the tshuva, that's what he says. And we should have a wonderful Shabbos, and a good chaydish, and zay gesund.